millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Chaser Report, global world international news headlines update with Rebecca Dayunamuno. The Prime Minister's new jobmaker scheme is in jeopardy after Scott Morrison was caught using the find and replace function on his word processor to replace the word work choices with job maker on the legislation he unveiled yesterday. Mr Morrison justified the move, saying that he would have rephrased a few paragraphs at the beginning to make it look like he wrote it himself, but he ran out of time. The Prime Minister said the jobmaker scheme was designed to deliver jobs to unemployed Australians, no matter how unbelievably shit the working conditions were. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg estimates the JobMaker scheme will create 60 billion extra jobs in Australia by the end of the year. A struggling cafe owner in Melbourne's inner east has struck it rich after Josh Frydenberg walked in and bought a sandwich for $200 million. Mr Frydenberg initially blamed Treasury and his staff for the slip-up, but said his $200 million error was nothing compared to last week's $60 billion mistake. The lucky cafe owner said that despite the $200 million windfall, it wouldn't change him and he still planned to systematically underpay his workers, just like he always did. Australians across the country have announced they are desperately hoping for a mandatory vaccine against celebrity chef Pete Evans. The calls come after the activated almond activist shared his controversial views on Sydney radio, prompting authorities to announce they were fast-tracking work on a vaccine against him. Though the vaccine is mandatory, even anti-vaxxers support the scheme, saying they're happy to make an exception for someone as terrible as Pete Evans. That's the latest Chaser Report headlines. Remember to subscribe to the Chaser Report podcast in your podcast app and check out chaser.com.au for all the latest news you can't trust. Now it's time for World International Global News Roundup with Charles, Andrew and Dom. Thank you, Rebecca. Yes, time for this excellent extra segment. International Global News World Roundup. Now, Andrew and Charles, very, very important news from around the globe here. A woman in Shandong, China, broke up with her cheating boyfriend and cried for days on end, the poor thing. But on discovering that he hadn't shed a single tear, she decided to get revenge. What she did was she sent a truck containing one tonne of onions to be dumped outside his house. She said to the driver, don't contact the guy at all, just dump him. It took him four hours to unload all of the onions. What do you think? Is is this a reasonable response in this situation? Is this good <laughs> breakup etiquette? So wait a minute, was the idea, was the idea to get revenge or was the idea that if he, there was enough onions, then he would cry. <laughs> I think a bit of both. I think she was going, I'm going to make him cry, uh, and if not because of the breakup, because of the massive pile of onions outside his house. But doesn't this just definitely confirm that he was exactly correct in breaking up with this lunatic woman? <laughs> well, he does. He did say in his defence um, that he broke up with her because of her overdramatic behaviour. <laughs> And this was her way of proving him wrong. (laughs) I'll send one tonne of onions to prove how rational I am. 
<laughs> what would you do if if you had one ton of onions? I and mean, you guys have had some messy breakups. What would you do with the ton of onions? Well, I've got a recipe for a fish pie, which requires literally about one ton of onions yeah, per most pie. Recipes do don't they? It's quite irritating. Yeah. See, I'm a, I'm a FODMAP intolerant person, so uh, you know, one well, this this would be a lethal act on me. I mean, if she sent <laughs> this ton to me, I'd be dead. <laughs> You'd have to invite my- Tony Abbott over. <laughs> to clear the stockpile. Oh, good but Lord. is there something? If there's, is there something better you could send a huge amount of if you wanted to to make a statement well, uh, after a breakup? Is there something better than a ton of onions? If you're wanting the person back, surely you send them like flowers or a ton of flowers. Yeah, you know, I think. <laughs> I thought she was teaching you not to not to cry, though, isn't she? Isn't that the idea? I mean, wouldn't you send a ton of DVDs of Titanic or The Notebook over? Or the actual Titanic, probably, given the weight. <laughs> the ex-boyfriend said to a reporter, because this became big news in China, look, am I a bad person just because I didn't cry over this breakup? Well, I do think it was bad form. Like, if, you, if you've been going out with somebody... A little polite cry at the end mm. to sort of, you know, draw a line under it and, and make them feel better is, I mean, it's just very good. That's what I do it, with all my it, girlfriends. It's, it's expected, actually. I mean, I, I think it's actually polite even at just at the end of a, of a dinner party or um, <laughs> or anything, just to have a little cry at the door. Um, yeah, it's, it's the, the thing end of a comedy do. show. Well, last time I went to one of your shows, Hanson, I definitely cried at the end. <laughs> now, moving to Korea. Uh, where the Korean K-League soccer team Seoul FC apologised to their fans after viewers of their game last Sunday. Uh, Eagle-eyed viewers noticed that uh, among the smattering of fans in the stadium, they actually had a whole bunch of sex dolls. They filled their stadium with sex dolls. Apparently they'd (laughs) asked the distributor for just regular creepy mannequins, not shaggable ones. Do you believe that explanation? Does that that ring true? (laughs) Is this like... Were there NRL players involved in this decision? Like, was this? <laughs> well, this is the future for, for the NRL, isn't it, Charles? Under social <laughs> yeah. distancing, I think this could solve a lot of problems for Australian footballers. If you know, if we just replaced the uh, the real life women on their WhatsApp videos with with a whole lot of these Korean sex dolls, they can continue as as, as before. Do you think that they have dog models because some of our footballers would need those. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, true. And are well, these yeah, are they, these sex dolls? Are they special urination model ones? Because I think some of the footballers do do need a bit of oh. that as well, don't they? <laughs> a bubbling doll. Mm. I actually object to this whole thing because mm. to me, any doll could be a sex doll. I think we're being unnecessarily sex negative in ah. talking about you know oh. in defining some dolls mm. as sex dolls, others. Good point. As, you know what no, what defines true. a sex doll? Like no, you're right. surely any doll, any doll should is, be good enough to have sex yeah, with. You. Exactly, child. They, they're all they're all very sexually attractive in their their own way. Even yes. even Sylvanian families rabbits, I, I think, can mm. be used. Ah, um, yeah. Lego Lego figurines. <laughs> Ooh. I'm just thinking about my daughter's toy collection and desperate to change the subject. Um, Bluey, those little, those little, have you got those little bluey figurines? I reckon you could have a go. I do. Oh. Oh. Now, some of the dolls actually, not only were they um, sex dolls in the stadium, but they actually were holding up banners advertising adult websites. Is that a good marketing opportunity to get the brand out there, do you think? <laughs> How did that, well, I thought their excuse was, oh, this was a mix-up, and yet the dolls were sitting there with massive banners advertising buttbandit.com. I mean, I think you would notice at that point, wouldn't you, that there was something a bit strange about the audience. Yeah, I don't know what would be a better brand, though, to to, to be uh, promoted on 
on a six dollar football stadium. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be Kleenex. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spray and wipe and Kleenex. <laughs> spray and great, wipe. great marketing opportunity. Absolutely. Now they sprayed, sprayed and wiped the entire stadium. Let's head finally to the town of Louisa in Virginia where two men were arrested for stealing booze from a store wearing an unusual mask. Have a listen to what they did. Police say these two guys stole alcohol wearing hollowed out watermelons with eye holes over their heads. Yep, they had actual watermelons cut out the bottom uh, for their heads and put in eye holes. Um, just that seems so a good choice. Wet. It'd be so wet. That'd be the messiest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this this disease is spread by droplets. I don't think wearing a watermelon is going <laughs> to. You could eat your way through that. It'd be quite yummy. Do you, do you think this is the new trend that the traditional stocking over their head is uh, is on the way out now? Yes. Well, I've for a long time have thought there's been a real slump in innovation in the stealing industry, mm. and and that we needed to you know people needed to innovate a bit more, and and the, the, you know finally we've got you know a new type of face mask that can sweep through the stealing industry. It is very very well done. Uh, but, but look, being millennials, these guys they made a TikTok video of themselves, which included footage of themselves in the store in the masks. They also included in the video the number plate of the SUV that they stole and also they posed for selfies with customers which ended up on those customers' Facebook pages. Where do you think they went wrong? How did the police catch them? <laughs> no, this is where they went right, Don. This is where they went right, which is, okay, so they'll go to jail for, what, three to five years or something like that. Mm. But their social media following means that they're now set for life. Yeah. Like they will be, they've just, They've, they've set themselves up. These are the great train robbery. This is the great TikTok following of 2020. <laughs> this is like, this is this is genius. This is genius level social media marketing. I'm with you, Charles. Imagine the, imagine the watermelon sponsorships that are going to flow from oh, this, from yeah. watermelon farmers. I mean, <laughs> big watermelon, they are, they are huge when it comes to advertising spins. Can you imagine the pumpkin industry trying to just sort of cut in <laughs> inside them? There's a final twist to this tale. Uh, everyone in the town of, of Louisa in Virginia, I'm quite surprised by this because most places aren't taking COVID very seriously, but in this town everybody is required to wear a face mask to stop the spread of COVID. One of the subjects was charged with not wearing a face covering in public. Is that fair when his whole head was covered with a watermelon? No, that's not fair at all. I've been I've been going out uh, wearing a watermelon <laughs> down to Coles and everything, just you know, just to protect everyone. Yeah. And you know, no one's better than I lid. Like mm. it's a legitimate form of protection. Absolutely, Charles. In fact, you mentioned Coles. I, I wouldn't be surprised next next week to see a new safety measure put in place where every Coles checkout worker <laughs> has a full watermelon on their head at the yeah. um, at the checkout. Just to keep everybody safe. They could have them yeah. on the way into the person who currently gives you hand sanitizer as you walk into Coles should be giving you a hollowed out watermelon. Just just hand a watermelon. I've heard that hospitals have actually ordered, you know, in bulk watermelons so that all their surgeons can start wearing watermelons. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope we have enough. I just surgery. hope we have enough, you know. Yes. I mean, we need to get them in. And I think we need to see leaders wearing them to set an example. I think I think we need to see the Prime Minister and the US President st- step up to the next press conference wearing a watermelon on their head. Well, he already wears a giant pumpkin, Donald Trump. <laughs> 
Now that is it for this special mini episode of the Chaser Report. Don't forget the regular one, though, will be out this Friday. Please subscribe using the Apple Podcast app and you can catch all these stories and lots more at chaser.com.au. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.